25 years of Jaguars football. There's Keenan at the 20. He's at the 10. 5. Touchdown, Jacksonville. Martin McCardell for 67. It is Monday, November 4th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, a guy who came back from London with more pounds than when he left, J.P. Shatrick. I was actually a good boy this year. I didn't, I didn't, uh... I didn't throw it back like I usually do. Whatever. Let's day. just let's get something straight here. Today. Yeah. All right. What's that? Tony? I did not like the start of the show at all. Why? There was zero energy from Joe. Usually, it's almost like he's tired. Or the, usually the uh, lead-in is a ton of energy, some you know some spunk. Let's, let's. I mean, let's. We don't need to play it back. I mean, we don't. <laughs> we do not need to play it. I back. mean, it was awful. It was absolutely awful, and the, it's like driving around and listening to the radio and. I'm a little tired today, but it's like the end of the world. They lost the football game. Yep. It was not played well. Yep. It, it was, I saw it. We all were there. Yeah. Not how you want to do. But it's. I'll go back to week one. Mm-hmm. And you sit here, the rookie quarterback, six-rounder, came in and was four and four over eight games as a starter. Correct. And you sit here now. Are you in a gray spot? No. Is the season over? No. Absolutely not. You got seven games. Look at the schedule. It's not the hardest schedule in the world. It's right out in front of him. Stack up seven in a row. Let's go. All right. Here we go. That's Start just, stacking them. Let's get some dang energy in this dang place. I like that. Here's what we're getting to. Start on with you, Joe. This Jaguars happy hour presented by Jet Home Loans. The review of the Texans-Jaguars game is at the end of Minshew mania. Watson and Hyde rolled the Jaguars defense yesterday. Are the playoff hopes still alive? Tony thinks so. Social media questions will go around the AFC South and around the National Football League. That's what's coming up today. Um, J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco will be along shortly. And uh, as we review this game yesterday, you know, um, Gardner Minshew's performance yesterday, it was the, the biggest game he's had, as a, the biggest and most important game. He's played as a rookie quarterback. Why do you say that? Because it's a 4-4 four and four game against a team that's ahead of you in the division in a big environment, uh, a game they needed to go play well and, and win to, to really be in a, a great spot. Okay, but And I he didn't play well. He didn't play well. And with the looming decision at quarterback coming, this might have been his last chance to put something on tape or together to, to make that decision. Well, I, I'll go back to what I said last week, and we sat here on the show, and I said I told you I thought Nick Foles was going to be the starter no matter what. No matter what. Regardless of Even what if happened, he threw four touchdowns yesterday. I and... still think Nick Foles will be the starter, and I think Nick Foles will be the starter. I think that will be the decision. I don't know that for a fact, but and we'll find out. Doug and uh, the rest of the staff and Tom and Dave, and as the decision, however the decision we made, I think it should be Doug's decision as head coach. We'll find out exactly – we might never actually know how it was made. But, That's right. Um, he said he was going to let them know probably by Sunday. Of yeah, the let, the, week. let the week play out. There's no That's reason right. to do it this week, and he can announce it going into the game next week. But I, I, he didn't play well. But if I'm not mistaken, he was also on the injury report he all was. week. Shoulder issue. Right shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. My guess is don't you throw with your right shoulder? The, yes, he does, unless you're, unless you're left-handed. Right. And, so, yeah. and I'm not making excuses for him. He did not play well. But from the first snap – the ball was sailing on him. It was high. And so you could tell because of the injury that he was not feeling like himself. Um, with all that said, Nick Foles 
I believe, should should be the starter, and not because anything Gardner did or did not do. He's a rookie quarterback. He's a young man who's learning and seeing a lot of things for the first time and did an outstanding job for this team. And that, that should not be forgotten, and it, nothing has changed there. Just like nothing has changed of why you signed Nick Foles in the first place and what he showed you in preseason, what he showed you in the 11 snaps he, uh, before he got hurt, and why he should be the starter moving forward. It was a tough first nine weeks because of injuries at the quarterback position. But you sit there now, you're four and five, you get seven games. The easier part of your schedule is on the back half. Three home games in December. And now you go to go, you take a bye week, get healthy, and go make hay. But, you know, to say that this was, you know, the biggest game for them, him, I guess. But wasn't the Saints game pretty big? Yes, it was. I mean, I would say the Bengals was a must win. Wasn't that pretty big for him? The Jets became a must win game because of where they were. I mean, to right. you. Go, I, I mean, will say, though, the record against winning teams. Has not been great. Does that all fall on Minshew? So, so should we? So are the Patriots no good because their their record against winning teams isn't is uh, five hundred. I don't know. They got beat yesterday. That's my point. We, all of a sudden, are they not a good team? Not going to the Super Bowl? Not going to have a chance to go to the playoffs? I mean, they're we. What we do here is we make these snap decisions. Yeah. You That's know, what we like do. Right? Last week, everything was great. We're, we're, now it's everything's terrible. <laughs> you play sixteen games. You have seven games left. The season sits in front of you. And I still think this team, team can do a lot of good things. I think there's a lot of uh, great opportunities for them. They need to get healthy. That's for sure. And, uh, and we'll talk about the defense. And it oh, wasn't oh, a great day. We've got a lot up, of things yeah. to talk about. But the, the big thing with Gardner Mitchell, I think, and I heard it, you know, he's awful, you know, terrible, rookie performance. Okay. I'm, but, sure, he is a rookie. But – Look at the whole body of work, and I, I take my hat off to Gardner Minshew and what he did. And he was playing hurt. Playing not, through for his team. He's yeah. playing hurt yeah. his, with his throwing shoulder being hurt. It's not easy. And so you, gotta take, you have to put it all in perspective and kind of uh, look at the whole thing. Head coach Doug Marone, after the game, asked about the quarterback position. I haven't spoken to either quarterback yet, um, and I hate – you know, talking through the media with my plans. But, you know, my plans were, is, again, the disappointment of the team, you know, not performing well will be uh, on my mind now for the next 48 hours. I think after those 48 hours are over, I'm, I'm going to step away a little bit and take a, a break because I don't have to make a decision or have time. Um, that's what I'm going to talk to the quarterbacks about. And then I'll tell them uh, probably right before we come back on Sunday, uh, we'll be able to discuss uh, where we're going to go. That's pretty much my plan. There's uh, Doug Marone in London yesterday after the game when asked about um, the plan for the quarterback position. So it's about what we said here. Take a few days off, think about it, come on back, figure it out, move ahead. That's, that's what you do. You, that's how you should, and it's good. I think Doug says something that is important, is get away. You've got 48 hours, you're going to have a couple days of practice, you'll get through some, some things, some treatment, some light practices, whatever they're going to do during the bye week. But then everyone needs to get away. Coaches, players, just take a deep breath because now, now is the most important part of the season, the last seven weeks. You're four and five. You're two behind your division, really two and a half because you lost two games to mm -hmm. the Texans, so they have mm -hmm. the tiebreaker there. So you're two and a half games from the division. The way I look at it, to win the division now, you have to go at least six and one, probably seven and oh, just because of the, where the Texans are. 
because the Texans are what six and three, and they're two and one in the division. But yes, yeah, it does six and three. Yeah, yeah, they have seven games left. They go four and three there. They're that's ten wins, ten and six, meaning ten and six. If you get to ten and six, doesn't do it because they got the tiebreak. And so you got that. You start. It's just simple math. And so you start looking at the whole thing. Get the wild card. You have everything in front of you, on that side of it as well. And you just have to go start stacking wins. And, and the opportunity, and I go back to what we said at the beginning of the year after the injury. Mm-hmm. You want to get to the bye week with still having a chance to play meaningful football in November and December. That's exactly what uh, most of us said around here. If you can get to four and five, five and four, somewhere, stay in the mix, and then set it up, then you got a shot. You're right. And that's what they do. That's what they did. And so why are we all of a sudden like crying over like we're all like depressed and you come in and everyone because we want to, it now, Tony. We want it now. We want to be in first place now. It doesn't work that way. You're not. Everyone wants to be in first place right now. A lot of teams want to be in first place right now, but you're not right now. And that's it is what it is. But you get your starting quarterback back. You get the guy you paid eighty four million dollars to come here, who's a Super Bowl MVP, who's won big playoff games, who's taken teams in these, a similar situation down a stretch run, and helped them get into the playoffs. And that's what you have right in front of you right now. Another question I have is, how did Gardner hurt his shoulder? No idea. In the game last week, I, I guess. It was, you know, it popped up on the injury report. That's yeah. all we go by. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot, we don't get a lot more information than anyone, uh, the, the rest of the media gets. Yeah. And so uh, he wasn't 100%. And if you look at the game, Early in that game, I said at the beginning of the show, balls were flying. You know, we said on the broadcast, first two throws were high. And he was never – I mean, this is a guy who's been extremely accurate yep. in the first eight games he played, seven starts. Ninth one, the accuracy wasn't there. Yeah, where he might not have had the zip before on passes, that's not really him. He still was accurate enough to on overcome time, that. That's you right. Know? And he he didn't have that. Yet. Yeah, and he wasn't comfortable. I think he missed things down the field. He missed a couple shots. And you wonder, did he not take the shots because he didn't feel comfortable with the right arm? Because I thought he had three shots that he could have taken yeah. for big plays that he has taken in the past, and for whatever reason, either he didn't see them, didn't feel comfortable. Um, only he knows what, that, what the situation was, but th- th- they didn't happen. I will say there was a pretty nice throw to Chark, though, that was overturned by the pass interference. Back shoulder throw down the left yeah, side. Yeah, I haven't seen the TV copy of that, but I thought it was a real questionable call based on the All-22. Yeah, we're taking a look now on uh, Jaguars.com, Jaguars uh, Facebook. And I just don't see much of a push there. It wasn't as I, – I thought I remembered it being a deeper throw than that, but it was, no, it was still long, it was thir- long throw to the sideline. It was 37 yards. Yeah, it's still long. And out to the sideline, that's a long way to throw. No, it wasn't. It was twenty. It was like twenty something yards. Did the TV copy do any? Did they zoom in? I guess we're looking at it right here again. Yeah, the this line of scrimmage was the twenty three, and it was down to the four, so it's nineteen yards. Nineteen yards. Yeah. So either way, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough call, but uh, but no, that's it's a, a th- it's, it's a bad call. My point was that throw was, I think, one of his better ones of the day. Some bad calls in that game. Yeah, Calais that's a, that's got a, one. And by the way, it's not why they lost. No, 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 no. They lost because the Texans played better than they did, and they lost because the Texans have a better quarterback right now. Deshaun Watson, one of the best quarterbacks in the entire NFL, was Let's... outstanding yesterday. But two, just terrible. I thought that was a bad call, but the worst call maybe of the weekend in the NFL was the mystery non-contact lowering the helmet call on Clay Sam- Campbell when he never even touched Deshaun Watson with his helmet. I got one, a couple things on that, right? So Calais Campbell forearm got his head. 
right? His helmet never, I don't think, touched Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson if the one who lowered his head. Right, and initiated contact with his arm. Yeah, so by a- rule, it should have been on Deshaun Watson. Back it up 15. That's the game right there. What the heck? It was a terrible call. It was awful. But what do you do? Sometimes <laughs> calls get missed, and Yo, sure. good teams can overcome that, though, right? But that's not why they lost the game. No, it's not. I mean, the, the bigger one was that it would have been interesting if they don't call OPI on Chark and they go down. Oh, they're in the, inside there. the five and ready to go, right? Can they get in the goal line you know, situation? I think it would have been a 12-10 game at that point. Because after that play happened and the, the aborted field goal yeah. happened and then they go down and kick a field goal, it's a nine-point game. And, and it was pretty much over at that yeah. point. So, plenty to get to. We'll come back and delve into the Jaguars' defensive day as well against Deshaun Watson, who – Played very well again. He's a great player. He is a fabulous player. Dabo, Dabo Sweeney said when he came out of Clemson, anyone who passes on him is like passing on Michael Jordan. I laughed at the time. I thought he was going to be good. I did not think he'd be this good. He is outstanding. Back in a moment. Plenty ahead. Pete Briscoe due to join us here in a little bit as well. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans and the Jaguars Digital Network. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low price leader, Floor and Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor and Decor. We came in under budget. Way under budget. It's way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great? I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? Floor and Decor, two Jacksonville area locations, or visit floorandecor.com. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, 
we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA FSB, Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick with Tony Vaselli. the day after the Jaguars' 26-3 loss to the Texans at Wembley Stadium, London. Pete Prisco coming up shortly from Fort Lauderdale. Plenty to digest in this one. And it's not going down easy today after the Jaguars' offense struggled all day. The defense, they were so close so many times to Deshaun Watson, but he found a way and they... Got it done against the Jags yesterday. We'll look ahead, of course, to the quarterback decision, and we'll take your social media questions. We'll look around the AFC South and see what the Jags' playoff hopes are at the bye week. I'll tell you what, I had a tough weekend. Did you? Tough weekend. What? Okay, take us through it, Tony. I can't wait. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I had a great time in London, but tough football weekend. Um, the Trojans, they lost to Oregon. That's not shocking, though, right? Yes, it is. It's a, we're SC. They're Oregon. We should not lose it. Was it on the road? No, it was at home. Oh, that, yeah. You shouldn't lose that game in the Coliseum in front of 40,000 people? Come on. No, there was about 80. There weren't 80. Yes, there were. No. Um, and then uh, the Knowles lost to Miami. I heard that. <laughs> I, I think, I think uh, there's been some reaction after that. Yes, yes. and the head coach lost and uh, got fired, I mean. Correct. Uh, so that stunk. And then the Jags lost. I was 0 for 3 this week. That's a bad weekend. 0 for 3. It was brutal. That's bad. That's not good. Tough ride home. Yeah, right? I mean, that, you, <laughs> that was a long ride. Play too. a game like that, and it's about a nine and a half hour plane ride coming back because of the headwind last night. It, it felt longer, too. It did. It was just a long night. That was just, hey, it's part of it, you know? But it's longer when you lose like that. Did too. you get any sleep on the plane? A little bit. In and out. Doing a little work, got to listen to the music, in and out, naps, you know. Joe, did you get any sleep? The problem I had is that we get home at, uh, what, 3? He said no, people. Because he, yeah, he, he decided no. not to speak into the microphone. You get, uh, I think uh, I got back to the house at like 3.30, and then I'm wired. I'm wide awake because it's 8 o'clock in the morning in London. You right didn't then, sleep right? at all? So I, I stayed up for another hour, then mm -hmm. I went to sleep and took a nap for about four hours and woke up. Yeah. One of those days today. That's just how it is, though. Hey, no complaints at all. No, except no. for the performance of the football team, that's not so a good you, one. But you, so go. Let me hear. You, you just said something interesting to me. So you have a complaint by the no, performance of the football team. That was your quote the, right there. I said it. Yep. So one. That's the only thing bad about on that. The only thing bad about the weekend was the football game. The football game. The outcome. But yeah. The, the performance was not great. They didn't execute right. But like one of the things like. I never got. I never had a sense like they were outplayed. I had a sense midway through that game when it was 12-3. to 3, I don't know how they're going to get 12 today. Yeah, because the quarterback was struggling. And at some point, you know, they they're going to keep – they, they weren't running it. The Texans are going to keep running, and Watson's going to do his thing. They'll probably score at some point. And this thing's over. That's what I was thinking about midway through the game. Um. And I don't know why that's wrong to think that way because that's how it was. Well, I don't think it's wrong. I mean, they we were playing a team whose quarterback has been playing outstanding football this year. He's unbelievable, isn't he? 
and he does things behind that offensive line that's very average. Now they 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 had a really good run scheme. They really schemed up uh, the run game with Carl's Hyde, a lot of motion, a lot of movement, and once it got going, had the Jaguars on their heels. And I think they gave up 212 yards rushing. Yeah, like that. It was yeah, it was a lot at the end of the day because but it was Hyde two, had the long run. Had, and, it was two big runs. He had two yeah. long runs. He had yeah. a. Uh, he had a 58 yarder. That was a long one. And then he had another one that was. Hang on, I'll get to it. I think he had another 50 or 60 yarder. Yeah, he had a. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, Hyde had a 48 yarder. And apparently a 50, 58 yarder. As yeah, well. he had two long ones. That's right. I mean, so two mm-hmm. carries is 120 yards, but it's 116 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was. Because of how they played, the Texans did a great job on first and second down, so it took away the pass rush. And we said that would be a key in this game. If the Jags couldn't win on first and second down, it, was gonna be, it wasn't going to allow that front four, who's been playing really good football, to take advantage of the, of the strength of rushing the passer against a unit that wasn't great. And then even when they did, they got back there and That's Deshaun right. Watson made a miss. Now, the 58-yarder was when he was stripped from behind at the one-yard line right. by Jared Wilson. That's why it didn't show up in the list I was showing. But, yes, uh, two long runs by Hyde. And then Deshaun Watson, just his mobility, the way he can keep a play alive. I don't know what else Yannick Ngakwe could have done on one of those plays to get him to the ground. He's all over and He's dragging him down. He still finds a way to get it out. And threw a dart, too. I mean, yes. it wasn't like a lob of a pass. I mean, you got Ngakwe around his leg, pulling his knee to the ground. Should have been a sack. Any other quarterback is sacked, and he throws a dart to Duke Johnson. And it was just one of those days where defensively you never got negative plays. And you, you rarely have them behind the sticks where they were pressing. And as I said earlier, it was the key. Both Jeff and I talked about at the top that if the Texans were able to have a balanced attack, it was going to be really difficult for this team to win. And that's what happened. And you saw it firsthand with how they got in a rhythm. They only gave up nine points in the first half. And so it wasn't like this. I mean, the score is much worse than the defensive performance. And I think the rushing yards are what they are, but there was really two big runs and a couple mm-hmm. scrambles by Deshaun Watson where the most of the pain was done. Uh, as and then you had to as, press as, at the end on offense to right. throw the picks and stuff just that's to get right. back in the game, right? And especially as far as the statistical stuff. The thing that killed them was the two or three yard. It was like the three, the four, the five. And so you looked up and it felt like the entire day the Texans were in third and four, third and five, third and three. Manageable. Manageable situations. And it was tough for the Jags to get off the field. The offense, I think, only had 20 plays in the first half. Um the Texans dominated the, the time of possession. That was due to the fact of them making plays, but also the fact that uh, Minshew uh, struggled on third down. They, uh, they couldn't stay on the field. The run game wasn't great. All that, and the result is what it is. You, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's we're crazy. We're getting waved right? by Joe. Um, so, yeah, first half, the Texans had 40 plays. The Jags had 21 in the first half of that game. Right. And, and you, you felt like going into halftime down 9-3. You're like, okay, like this has gone as bad as it possibly could for us. If, if the Jags can come out and get a good drive of the uh, opening of the second half, then you're right back in it. Like you could take the lead, be up 10-9, and flip 
the entire feel of the game because they controlled it, but they had a very small lead. Pete Prisco joins us now from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, CBS Sports senior writer. Uh, happy Monday, Pete. What's up, man? Pete, are you there? Pete is not there. He's we'll looking to... right at us. We can see him on we video. Can see him on the on the TV look at screen. The, look at his sunglasses on top of his bald head. <laughs> it's an awful look. We'll get back to Pete. Holy cow! Out. What that's in a the, bad look? What in the world is going on? South Florida, man. You got to have sunglasses. But he has the aviators. Like they look like they're eight sizes too big. They're way too big for his head. <laughs> Sitting on his bald I love it. dome. I love it. Um, so. Jaguars defense. What did you think of Boye's game against Hopkins yesterday? That was the first time that the Jags have not had Jalen Ramsey against the Houston Texans over the last few years. That was always the matchup head-to-head. A.J. Boye on Friday in London told the media there that he was going to follow Hopkins. How did he play against him overall? Overall, I think fine. I mean, Hopkins was not the factor in that game that made you feel like, oh, gosh. He's dominating. He had a couple of key catches well, late. It was the post. You know? The one post pattern, I thought AJ down to could, the one yeah, could have been more aggressive there. Um, underneath coverage, could have got a little more depth to make that a harder throw to help him out. But he was fine. Uh, there wasn't like, like – you never felt like, oh, gosh, if we had Jalen, then it would have helped us so much. It, this is a similar game to – you know, we've seen this game before from Hopkins, yeah. It was um, – you know. The big thing was, to me, it was Carlos Hyde and Deshaun Watson were the difference makers of that football game. The ability for them to stay ahead of the sticks, mm-hmm. get a run game going, and then Deshaun Watson doing magical, mysterious things in the, in the pocket. Is he, a chance, he has a chance to be in the, the MVP. Yes, he's in the conversation right now. I think there's probably five guys in the conversation. For- Who are they? McCaffrey, Russell Wilson. I don't, this is no order. I'm just throwing names out as I think of them. McCaffrey, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Who else? Uh, Tom McCaffrey, Brady. McCaffrey, Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Those five. Two. They lost yesterday. Didn't look great. The but Packers. they're 7-2. and two and Yeah, they're decent. It's a long season. So there's a handful of guys that are – oh, uh, Lamar Jackson, right? Did you mention him? I did not, but boy. What a game. I didn't see any of it, obviously. We were on the they plane. We were on the plane, but look at the highlights today. I mean, that guy played great. So, I mean, those are – he's got a legitimate chance, too, if they continue to play well down the stretch and can press for the playoffs and, uh, and make a run and do all that. So, one of those days that didn't go – didn't work uh, in your favor, obviously. But I, I want to go back to you yeah. disappointed in the performance. Yeah, I was. I thought the quarterback would play better. Okay. It, with a hurt, hurt right shoulder. I know. But – I guess was, I think I wanted him to play. I guess, better. I did, put it that and way. I did too. You know, my whole point is that I'm not being an apologist for the team right now and saying losing's okay. The outcome was awful, and there's moments there where you wish the defense could have made a play, or that Minshew would have let it go deep and and do something, or Chark on the sideline come up with a big catch, or whatever, or Leonard, you know, finding a seam and breaking an extra tackle. None of those things happen. What I appreciate about this team that I think where this team is different than last year's team or years past is this is a group that plays really hard. I'll give you that. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they are, yeah. they, if you watch the tape, you watch the game live, there is an effort and a desire to you know, try to get things done right. 
We've seen and there was a dis- there was a real disappointment after that game in the locker room on the plane ride home of missing out an opportunity to get a win against the Texans. Because we've seen it at times before where that doesn't exist after a loss such as this, and that's when you know things are going the wrong way, and that that doesn't seem to be the case here at all. A lot of football left, as we've talked about, so seven games to go and a chance to to turn things around. We'll come back in a moment. Pete Prisco, CBS Sports Senior Writer, uh, standing by. We'll get to him in just a little bit. We'll also delve into the offensive line play yesterday. A little more on the quarterback position. We'll hear from Shad Khan as well, Jaguars owner, discussing the Jaguars' London agreement. Hey, a Daly's Place coming up November 8th at Sting. November 22nd, Sarah Bareilles. This is Sarah right here. December 15th, a meet and grease with Danny and Sandy. A night to remember with John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Tickets at dailysplace.com. This is Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. At Gate, when the Jags win, you win. This season, we're throwing it back to 1995 when it all began. 
Each time the Jags win, you can enjoy retro pricing on all 20-ounce Pepsis. So hurry into gate the day after every Jaguars victory and throw back your favorite 20-ounce Pepsi for just 94 cents. Co-Jags. Gate, serving up more. Valid at participating North Florida gate locations. Limit one per customer. disappointed in the performance um, I know that this team can perform better and it starts with me and I've got to do a better job uh, they work hard during the week they care about each other but you know it's disappointing when you go out there and you know you don't perform like like you want to and at the end of the day when you don't do that against a good football team you know you're not going to win Head coach Doug Marone at Wembley Stadium yesterday after the Jaguars' 26-3 loss to the Houston Texans. And welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli in Jacksonville. Pete Prisco is in Fort Lauderdale, CBS Sports senior writer. Pete, are you there? I am here. What's up, fellas? How you doing, man? What, what's with the glasses yeah, on but, your head? Yeah, why... Those I just got raced into the, I just raced into the house, man. <laughs> Those glasses are, like, way too big for your face. Hey, uh, I got some information from some people. Oh, here we go. Information. <laughs> that Sources the reason said. the Jaguars played so poorly on Sunday was because a certain somebody did the worst Duval in history. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, okay, first of all, I know where that came from. Uh, I, oh. I, 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 guarantee- sure, I have no idea. I'm just telling you what I've, I'm, people no, are you, talking to no, me. No, you just said a source. Gave you that. There and was a source, and then it was backed up by a couple other sources. No, you're lying now. You're not a good liar, <laughs> by the way. And I know exactly where it came from. His initials are M and P. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not real, any <laughs> oh, God. It, it wasn't was really... it that bad? Was it that bad, JP? No, no it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't, wasn't bad. bad. It was. First of all, I feel like he probably followed up the Duval a little quickly with the next line when he was trying to get people going. But, uh, hey, whatever. I, I've, I've never done it. So you're the expert, <laughs> not me, Tony. I'll just say this. I got several calls from around the league asking me if I could fly to their stadium to do something similar. <laughs> <laughs> Why, so the other team plays better? <laughs> oh, wow. Gosh. First of all, if that Duval has anything to do with anything, then we have bigger issues. I think that's the first international. Well, there's a lot of – there's. Yeah. There's a lot of issues. Let's not sugarcoat it. When you say that, okay, what's what's the biggest one? I'm not sure I agree, but what are they? Well, I mean, your defense, and defense was okay yesterday. Don't get me wrong, but in that scenario where the quarterback is laying eggs all over the place, you got to be that much better. That's just me. Okay. But, okay, Uh, we've heard that story before around here. The quarterback okay, saying, terrible. Okay, let's back up for a second, Pete. You started this saying there are a bunch of issues. Not you, a bunch, but there's that, some. That, that's what you said. I just want to make sure. I mean, I didn't mishear. I was here. I yeah. heard it. Yep. And then you go to say is the defense played okay, but they have to play better if the quarterback's playing bad. That's an issue, or is that a game situation? That's a game situation. Okay, thank you. Don't let's you think there. they should have been more dominant against that offensive line yesterday? Yes, I do. And the problem was, okay. and we said this all along, is and they struggled for whatever reason week two with Carlos Hyde in the scheme. And I give Bill O'Brien and his staff a really a lot of credit. Their scheme, they did a lot of misdirection, a lot of motioning, flashing guys. They took a, a lot of stuff, I think, from the Panthers. 
Just uh, moving eyes and doing yeah, stuff just trying all day. to distract yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, the front. Get the ball out. Get the ball out to the tight end. That's on right. That little role play and all that. Yeah, there's a lot of RPO and Deshaun Watson. Any other quarterback might have been sacked four or five times in the first half, and he's just he's outstanding. He is outstanding. But the, even the bigger issue was they did not win on first down enough, and so they never got the Texans behind the sticks and forced them to press. With all that said, the Texans scored nine points in the first half. Yeah. It's not the like quarterback. This... Okay, you watched the tape, Tony. I haven't. I'm sure you did on the plane home. Was I wa- it I bad? The... <laughs> no, I did, not wa- I did not watch it on the plane home. No? I watched it this morning. <laughs> you had nine hours. On the plane home, you, you watch his eyelids on the plane home. I I, no, my wife flew back with us, so I, I hung out with her. No sleeping on the plane for you? I got about 45 minutes to an hour. JP told me he had some good zonking in on the plane. Yeah, on the on the way over, a little bit coming back in and out. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I feel pretty good right now. I don't know about nice. Um, anyway, watch the tape. You yeah, watch so I watched tape. The I mean, the biggest issue is offensively, and JP said it about midway through the first half, and you were hoping it would change in the second half. You're like, scoring is going to be difficult today. They had no rhythm. Um, I don't think. You know, Gardner Mitchell, we found out during the week, he was on the injury report with a right shoulder injury. And I think it was evident because he was not accurate early. He was high uh, on his throws. And then he had time all day. The pre- there was no yeah, pressure. He was jumpy. He was leaving clean pockets, it looked like. Well, and he watched the tape. At times, those guys covered up, so he had to leave. But he missed some shots. He missed some shots down the field. He missed a double move that would have been a touchdown. He missed a couple posts and stuff he usually sees. He didn't. He either didn't see it or he didn't feel comfortable with his right arm, his right shoulder injury of throwing the deep ball. But he. But there's no mistaking watching the tape. He was not accurate like he was in the past. Have you? Have you guys uh, suddenly said that Minshew mania is dead? No, I didn't. Uh, Tony said I it was said dead. It Tony I said it yesterday. Tony said it was dead before this game even kicked off that Foles is going to be the guy. But that's not the Minshew. It's different. I said last week, Pete, and you would ride the fence and you wouldn't actually ju- say one way or another. I said, I, said I would make the decision after the game. I made the decision. It's dead. I said that I would start Nick Foles, regardless of what happened this week. You did. Nothing has changed there. I'd still start Nick Foles. And I also I said I said it today earlier on the show when you that you were late for, um, and I said it after the broadcast uh, <laughs> yesterday. The fact that Mitch you had a bad game yesterday, and the fact that I would start Nick Foles, and I think that's where the team goes, doesn't take away that the rookie was four and four as a starter, and did a heck of a job. He like did. We, we forget that. Like you, you can't just throw that out because of a, a bad performance with a guy who's a rookie with a bad shoulder on his throwing arm and all of a sudden say, oh, he's no good, he's garbage, and, you know, and forget everything that happened. We went back, and Pete, I'll say this, and we talked about this after on the Monday show after the Chiefs game when they lost Nick Foles. And we said if they could be 5-4 five and five, five and four or 4-5 and five going into the bye, that they had a shot to get Nick Foles back and do something with the, in the last seven games. They just had to have a, just have a chance to have meaningful football in November and December to try to get into the tournament. And am I mistaken, Pete? That's right where they sit. 
Yeah. And, and look, whatever you got, you got four and four out of him. If you would have said that before he started playing, you would have said fantastic. It's just the way it ended. It was bad. And Tony, I go back to something you said a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things you said was the New Orleans Saints threw things at him that he wasn't prepared for. And just looking at it on TV yesterday, it looked like there were a lot of things that they did to him in zone coverage and stuff that he wasn't comfortable with yesterday. Is that accurate? I don't know. He uh, he did not see some things, but I the deep shots was it did, did, did he got did he get off him too quick? Did he not see him? Did, was he not comfortable pulling the trigger because of the injury? I don't know any of it. But he either didn't see it or didn't feel comfortable with it because there was some stuff there. On the flip side, there's times where there's nobody open, like any NFL game. And he had plenty of time, and he started. But, like, yeah, the, the all that movement that he – that started a couple of weeks ago where he started getting fidgety and jumpy and, and when there when there wasn't pressure and he first felt of all, it, it was uh, – Come on now, that's not accurate. Like one of the greatest plays – no, no, with one of the greatest plays – it didn't just start two weeks ago. One of the greatest plays we all love is the Denver game – where he made that amazing play, bouncing around, throwing the Rock Armstead. Correct, but again, he got it started getting worse. Is what I'm saying, and I don't know. And yesterday, it looked like the offensive line wasn't that bad in pass protection. And I could be wrong because again, I haven't watched the tape. Were I they? watched it. No, they were good in pass protection. Yeah. So uh, that that was concerning to me. Yesterday cemented it. You were a little bit ahead of me. I'm going to give you credit on that. You said you gone back to Nick Foles. Well, having watched that game yesterday, you have to go back to Nick Foles. You have to. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, again, nothing that happened yesterday would change my opinion because I thought you always should go back to him. Nick Foles has been in the situation before. You paid him the money for a reason. He's done nothing. I'm repeating myself now. Nothing to change your mind on that. And he's a Super Bowl MVP. He's won big football games. Like that, You go back to him. If you're betting your season on something, I'm betting on Nick Foles the last seven games before I bet on Gardner Minshew, regardless of what happened yesterday. The positive thing about this, too, is it's not like you're cutting Gardner Minshew. He's on the team. You know what he is now, and you're confident he, and in him, too. And he's only going to get better. He's going to get right. stronger. He's going to get... He's going to see more things. He's going to get more comfortable. We know he's smart. We know he has moxie. We know he's tough. All the things that you found out about him in this stretch are positives. Yes. There's no negatives that you found out. Like right. It's all positive. And here on, he's under contract four more, uh, three more years after this year. Great. We're paying. And we got a franchise guy in Nick Foles. We're going to go roll it out. Let's go try to stack seven wins together and see what happens. Seven? How many games you got left? I mean, I know you. I mean, what do you plan on losing games, JP? I'm not I don't planning plan, on I don't, anything. I don't plan on ever losing. I plan on winning everything. I plan on showing up at 10 a.m. every Sunday for the public's tailgate show. I don't know what that means. But so, that's my job. So Tony just locked in seven straight wins. Is that what he said? I didn't say that. I said, this is what oh, you thought, have to do. I misunderstood now. you. I thought, that's what I thought he said, too, Pete. I mean, I you want to go ahead and call it? Call no, it. you start st- stacking wins now. Well, the way they games. played yesterday, they're not going to win seven. They have no chance to win seven straight. Really? So tell yeah, me, that, tell me, tell me a quarterback they play that's as good as uh, Deshaun Watson. Last seven, mm. give me one. Rivers? No, he's not Deshaun Watson. Pete, come on. It's still Philip Rivers though. It's not Deshaun Watson, guys. But it's he's not, still no, Philip Rivers. First of all, 
with that offensive line and him not being able to move, I'll take our chance. I'll take my chances with our front four. All right, here we go. Here's the upcoming schedule for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Of course, the bye week this week, and then at Indy, you don't know what's going to happen there with Brissett's okay, injury yesterday. He's not, he's not better than Deshaun Watson. He's not Deshaun Watson. Tennessee Titans no, have the backup. No, no, he's not better than Deshaun Watson. No, no. Tampa Bay, Jameis. No, no. no. L.A. Of course, the no, Chargers with no, Philip Rivers. Sorry, no, he's Oakland not Raiders. Watson. Rivers is better. Than, Rivers is better. Than Rivers Deshaun is Watson, better. Go ahead. Rivers oh. is not better than Deshaun Watson, Pete. In no world in today's football is Deshaun Watson is. I mean, is Philip Rivers better than Deshaun Watson? Like thirty-two GMs, if they had to pick a guy to go finish, He's younger. The last, no, if they had He's to fi- no, if they had to pick a guy to finish the last seven weeks of this season, thirty-two GMs are picking Deshaun Watson before Philip Rivers. I'm sorry. Go watch the games. Go watch the tape. Go watch the production. Look at the numbers. You're wrong, Pete. Keep going. Uh, at Oakland. He's, uh, Derek Carr is not Deshaun no, Watson. It's not even not close. Better. At Atlanta. No, Matt Ryan. Not even close. Not this year. Indiana- not any year. Indianapolis at home to end it. No, I'm telling you. Matt not- Ryan was an MVP of the league, Tony. And so, is, well, and so will Deshaun Watson be an MVP of this league. Well, you're, you got a little crazy no, with Pete, Deshaun Watson. Watch the tape. Go watch all his games. The Houston Texans are six and three. If Deshaun Watson is not the quarterback, that they are three and six. Best case scenario, what he does behind that offensive line to make people miss and extend plays is miraculous. I'm telling you, he does a nice job of making people miss. You're getting a little carried away though. Good, really good quarterback getting better. We touched on this earlier, Pete, before you came on with us today. Who are your top five MVP candidates right now as it stands? Russell Wilson's one. Okay. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's in the conversation, even Absolutely. though he's running back. Yep. Yep. Um, Rodgers is still in the conversation, even though he's coming off a bad game. Yep. Uh, Watson is in the conversation, and Lamar Jackson in the conversation. Those are the five we picked. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and that, and the six would be Tom Brady, because you always have to throw him mm-hmm. in there. Not, not yesterday. Well, particularly yesterday. in November, December, you have to throw him in there. <laughs> right. And when he's right. owned the That's Lombardi right. Trophy again this year, we'll That's... all look at him and say, how's, how'd this happen? <laughs> Let's come back. Uh, we'll hear from Jaguars owner Shad Khan when we come back. Okay, great. Had a chance to catch up with him in London this weekend. Uh, prior to each game, entertain guests in air-conditioned suites at the Public's Ultimate Tailgate Party presented by Party Shack. Visit jacksvillage.com and reserve your suite Today, it's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hungry for something different and delicious during the game? Visit the Daily's Food Truck in the Fan Entertainment Zone near Gate 1. They call it the world's nicest food truck. And at over 48 feet long, it's one of the world's largest as well. Serving Daly's fresh made-to-order sandwiches, subs, tacos, and desserts before, during, and immediately after the game. You will absolutely love Daly's food and friendly service. Come by and see why the Daly's food truck is the world's nicest. Or just stop by and grab a quick pick for the gram. 
Take home a delicious game day win with free delivery from Mellow Mushroom powered by DoorDash. Their signature stone-baked pizzas, sandwiches, and Mellow Munchies are the perfect play to score big with your family and friends. Order online at order.mellowmushroom.com and don't forget to follow on Facebook where the Roar of the Jaguars will make a special delivery to one lucky fan during every away game. Place your order today and get the taste that's deliciously Duval. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is here to help you keep your money working hard, week in and week out. Open a yield pledge checking or money market account today and start scoring some of the most competitive rates in the country. To see how we can fit into your financial game plan, visit a financial center near you or find us online at TIAABank.com Jags. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com. When we started it, you know, there was a little bit of apprehension, and uh, um, but I think this has turned out as good or better than I ever thought it would be. I think the fan enthusiasm, I think uh, building uh, support outside Jacksonville to really support us uh, in Jacksonville, so it's been fabulous. I think it's really important for the Jaguars to have this. Uh, moving forward, and obviously there's a lot of interest from other teams now in London. So, but I think uh, you know we've done a great job for the league, uh, and uh, it's turned out great. So I would, I'm very optimistic we're going to get extension. Jaguars owner Shad Khan Saturday in London, the day before the Jags Texans game at Wembley Stadium. JP Shadrick with Tony Baselli eating chips on the air. That's terrible etiquette. And Pete Prisco is in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, so it sounds like, from you hear Shad Khan say it, this is not going away. There's one more year on the current deal to play in London, and then is that shocking? Not at all. But um, you know, to hear him say it, that uh, that they're confident they're going to get an extension, and that's what it's going to be around here for a little while, Pete. Uh, a game in London. Yeah, and is, is that a bad thing or a good thing? Uh, I think it's, you know, it it's tough to handle. I think, but it's a why good it, thing. Why is it tough to handle for global? Because you're playing a road game, essentially. Eh. It's not an extra road game, Pacelli? I guess. You're on the plane one more time. Right, so it's an extra road game. It's a long trip. Yeah, okay. So it wouldn't be better to have a home game? 
Yeah, I think that. Sure, not. Yeah, sure, not having to get not. But I think you have to look at the bigger picture overall. And so, from a pure football standpoint, yes, you'd rather be at home in TIAA Bank Field. Yeah, without. I mean, just because you don't get on a plane. Uh, but I think you have to look at the bigger picture. It's bigger than just that, Pete. I, mean, but, well, I understand. Yeah, I understand. What I'm about stop. moving more than one game over there? Think that'll ever happen? I think there's a discussion. Was it? There's a chance at some point, right? Yeah, I think there's a discussion about it, and uh, I could see there being two games over there one day at some point. When I don't know. I have no inside information that would tell us whether it's next year or the year after, or 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 if it never happens. Um. But I think you look at when Sean talks about it's good for the franchise, it's the overall stability of the franchise here in Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville's a small market. There's no, like, it is what it is. It's great. We all live here. I love this place. But if you look at the competitive nature and look at from, as in the entirety of the organization, what's good for it being here in Jacksonville for now and forever, part of it is a financial decision. It's a business. And and having the stability and stabilizing it and making it uh, prosper on that side is important to the overall vision of what I think Shad wants to do in this community with this football team. And uh, part of it, and we've known it for seven years now, is increasing the global awareness and the fan base and using London as the mechanism to do that. And so if you need to go from one game to two games, then you have to look at it. I mean, I, I get it. I understand it. It's a business. Uh, I just think, how would the fans react if they had one, even one fewer games at home? And I'd be tough. And I think from a team standpoint, it could be tough too. I don't know. I get it. I understand it. What, let me ask you this though. Like Gene Fournette sent out a, a tweet on Saturday. He was over there and he went through the entire paper on Saturday or Sunday. And there was not one thing about the game in the, well, in that, the paper. That was just one of the papers. There's like eight papers over there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do they, is there a passion for it? You guys have been there a bunch. Do you still feel a passion for it when you go over there? Well, I know, I know for on game day, I do, and the events leading to the game because those people are engaged in actual NFL football and they're going to the game and they're into it. You know, I'll, I'll say if you're are walking they around. Fans now, or are they just NFL fans? I see more Jaguars have a great passion of fan base there now. It is greatly increased over the yes. seven years, yes. without a doubt. Yeah, I'll okay. say this, Pete. They had four games over there. So half of a home schedule for a normal team, right? Two at Tottenham Hotspur and two at Wembley. But within London. That's right. Tottenham was sold out at 70,000 or whatever. It's less than that. It's like 63 or 4. 64 filled to the brim. Wembley was sold out twice at 85,000. How many teams are selling 85,000 tickets to a game on a Sunday where every seat is full? Right. Right. So. But it doesn't happen. It's not happening here. So if you added four more games, do you think they'd all be sellouts? I don't know. That's a great question. I think you got to. I think that's one way to find out. I think right? the league needs to continue to increase the number of games over there. And just talking to Chris Halpin, who joined us, he's the new head of international yeah. for the NFL. He joined us on the pregame show on Sunday. I think that's kind of what they're trying to look at now: is how do they expand it? How does it make sense for the league to do that? And they like. <clears throat> Excuse me. They like the um, the 
having multiple games in a day. So the early kickoff in London, it's 2.30, right? 9.30 here. That means the 1 o'clock game is on 6 p.m. primetime over there. The 4 o'clock games are on even later in primetime. So they have primetime television on Sunday lockdown, and basically in the U.K. there's not much else on television on Sunday evening. There's not soccer going on nope. on Sunday nights. There's nothing really competing in sport against the NFL. So they feel like they have that market locked down. It's just a matter of getting a little more um, uh, following of it. Well, and if you look at it, you know, the new CBA is coming up, and one of the things on the table is 17 games, Pete. And right. if, if you go to a 17-game schedule, I think you're going to see the international series expand, whether it's in Mexico and London and maybe other places. And that you could have eight games in, in each in London and eight games in Mexico City, and you sell season ticket packages to these markets that you go watch, just like any other home market would be. We'll see what happens uh, moving ahead. Let's come back second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour right around the corner. We'll hit all the top nuggets around the Jaguars right now. We'll get to the social media questions this week. We'll go around the AFC South and around the National Football League. It's all coming up. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. Attention Jags fans, this is your chance for you and three of your friends to fly to Atlanta to see the Jaguars take on the Atlanta Falcons December 22nd. All you have to do is download the free Money Pages app today and you can enter to win. Airfare, hotel stay, and tickets to the big game all covered. The savings don't stop there. When you download the free Money Pages mobile app, you'll unlock great local savings on the go. So it's simple. Pick up your phone, go to the App Store, and search for the free Money Pages app. Good luck and go Jaguars. 
For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low price leader, Floor & Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor & Decor. We came in under budget. Way under uh, budget. It's way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great? I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Floor & Decor, two Jacksonville area locations. Or visit FloorAndDecor.com. Yeah, it sucked, man. Um, didn't execute at times. Uh, didn't make the plays we needed to win. Um, so, yeah, it's no fun. Gardner Minshew, Jaguars quarterback, his only comment yesterday after the game. That's all he said. That's all he said. There was a little hesitation. Uh, PR person asked any other questions. Nobody said anything. So, thanks a lot. Goodbye. That was it. So, um, Well, that's, that's not... That's not a good look for him. Yeah, but it, I don't think uh, that's why I explained it as I did because it's not like he stormed out of the press conference yeah, like why we saw the Browns quarterback do the other week. Well, you know? ask questions. There was no other questions. That's on the media. But do you want him to stand yeah, there for is, 10 I minutes? Guess. I mean, unless they – what were they all, just sitting there starstruck at his bandana? Uh, I, I guess. Why, like, I would have been in there if I'm the media, if I'm in the beat, or if I'm covering this team. The first question I'd ask is, says, Gardner, you're on the injury report with the right shoulder injury. Did that affect you today playing? Was that bothering you? Mm -hmm. Nobody even asked him that, did they? No, no, nobody asked any more questions after his. Isn't that amazing, Pete? First one, and I, I mean, wasn't—I wasn't in there. I was on post-game radio, so I don't know how many people were in the room or, or what was going on or, yeah. or what. But interesting. Yeah. Did interesting. Uh, Doug say anything about his uh, shoulder today? He didn't talk today. He's talking tomorrow. Or yesterday? Or yesterday? Did he say anything about it? Not that. Uh, let me. I have to go through the transcript. To be honest with you, I didn't see the. Full I mean, you have a quarterback conference. who has a shoulder injury. It's not addressed. Like that would be the first question I would ask, Pete, isn't it? I mean, you're the, right. you're, the you're the professional. I just play a media on TV, but you're no, the you're, professional. You're in the media too. I, I said I, I know. I'm not a professional media person. Yeah, you are. You literally are getting paid to be in the okay, media. Okay, fair enough. You're, I'm professional. You're, in the media. you're a media. Uh, I'm not a trained journalist. How about that? Is that fair? <laughs> okay. That's better. That's that we know that. <laughs> that we know. <laughs> we keep trying some for some reason. But JP, yes. You better be careful because you I wouldn't say you're trained either. <laughs> I'm trained more than you are. No. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> you're the one eating potato chips on the air. What you're is the, wrong with you? You're the one who coughed in the mic, hit the uh, <laughs> the the, the, ignore, the uh, quiet button, the cough button, said excuse me when you couldn't hear it, and then came back on. Well, the, excuse the me. Look of disdain on Baselli's face right there when he's looking at you is priceless. You eat chips on the air. You goodness. walk in front of cameras when other people are on them. You don't even know what's going on. That's ridiculous. I knew exactly who was on, and I was hungry, so who cares if I'm eating chips? Shocker. You're hungry. Shocker. Have you looked in the mirror, fat boy? Pete. How, how was, uh, by the way, how was the eating around London for you, Baselli? Oh, uh, I'm going to start a diet tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard that line before, right? Yeah, I'm going to start a diet tomorrow, Pete. Got a little loose. Is the, is the food good over there? I love it. Depends on what you go to. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. like I went... I went to an Indian restaurant. I love Indian food. It was fabulous. Um, we had a sponsored dinner. Fabulous. 
Went to the soccer match, the Fulham uh, football you match. Okay. Had great food there in the uh, cottage. Fabulous. So I really. I'm all about the big British breakfast. The breakfast, the, uh, the British the breakfast, the egg, English breakfast is outstanding. Eggs on toast and it's, beans it's and sausage. outstanding. And, yeah, and all that. And then uh, I had a traditional steak and ale pie with mashed potatoes and all outstanding. that. Outstanding. Yes. I, 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 like I remember Ryan O'Halloran used to hate the food over there, and he always went and just got McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, 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 leave my, I'll save my comments on that. <laughs> so our uh, top stories around the Jaguars today: the quarterback battle is it over? We'll have a decision. It was uh, over by last the, week. Hopefully by the end of the week. Minshew or Foles? Doug Marone will make that decision public at some point uh, over so the was next week. Question asked after the game to Marone. Yes. Was that? Yeah, he said, and he answered. That's he what said, he said. I'm going to yeah, wait he, until later. He basically said, "I don't have to make the decision now. I'm going to watch the film. I'm going to take a couple days off, and I'll communicate to them on Sunday." Which is a good, that's a fair answer. Yeah, it's done. Is Foles healthy all the way? You guys were at practice last week. Is he throwing the football? What's the deal? He's been throwing in pregame warmups, I mean, before the game on the field the last two weeks, and right. that's fine. And, and, and he looked okay? Looks great. Looks normal. Uh, by the He's way, starting in, against Colts. in the official transcript after the game, uh, Marone was not asked about the shoulder injury. How, how, how he was on the injury report, right? Yes, he was added on White Wednesday, right? How is that not a co- a question? There were questions about the interceptions, but then he said, "Hey, they just flew. They were high. It's unfortunate." They Pete, didn't mention ha- anything about the injury. Pete, what happened to your brethren of the journalists? Well, who's is there anybody over there? I mean, who's over G- there? Gene and, and who was got there. into that locker room? Gene Frenet was that there. Scenario. Gene Frenet was there from the Times Union. And uh, there were some TV reporters from Jacksonville yeah. there, I know. That's about it, though. I mean, it wasn't like a full writer crew or anything. Like normally would be like, in the in the Like, Duraco's not there. He doesn't no. go, right? No, 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 no. None of those guys. I think Gene was actually the only writer from outside of John Osier to go. That I saw, at least. I need to go into that and start asking questions. I'm going to start asking the hard questions. Like I asked Pete. So you're... So you're not so basically you're saying John Osher didn't ask the hard question. Well, I don't know if he was in there or not. I mean, yeah, because I, the yeah. locker room was open at the same time, so he might have been in the locker room. I have no idea. Go down the hall and ask him. <laughs> don't make I'll call out the ozone if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Speaking so. of calling people out, Pete, um, our conversation. Call, you're calling out your teammate. Bazelli's calling out his teammate Johnny O. Let me call you out right now. So I was uh we were talking about Deshaun Watson and how, you know, you don't think he's elite. You think Rivers is better and all this stuff. And I was walking through the hallways getting coffee and my potato chips and ran into one of the uh, esteemed Jaguar staffers. I'll keep his name anonymous. And he said, did I just listen to Pete and you talking about it? And is Pete that big of an idiot? He doesn't think Deshaun Watson is any good? I said, he is an and, idiot. And, 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 no, you're putting words in my mouth. I never uh, said one yeah. One bit about how yes. I think he's damn good. You said you'd rather have Philip Rivers than Deshaun Watson. I think Philip Rivers has been a better quarterback. That's not the question. He doesn't want to come say it because, you know, you that's got not him. the question. You got him. The question Tony. is right now, who do you want? That was the question, Pete. And you said, I want Philip Rivers. He's better than Deshaun Watson. For a Watson. game, I'd probably take Philip Rivers. For the, for the career, I'd take no, Deshaun Watson. No, no, no. For the next seven games, that was the question. Don't start just the next seven games. I take this, I take rivers. I'm stubborn. You're no, crazy. Wow. 
track record. The whole, He's been at it for a while. Take, the take whole Lamar year. Jackson over over Philip Rivers. If I if I have the Ravens offense, you have to play a specific offense for Lamar Jackson. Defense ain't playing bad either. But you know, you literally have to have a specific offense for Lamar Jackson. Where Deshaun Watson can play any offense. He can play in any offense. He's better. Deshaun Watson is better than Lamar Jackson. Depending, I mean, yes, across all offenses, but the way Baltimore plays, which you also said last week that the Patriots will take away Lamar Jackson. I did. And I did. You were wrong there as well. Um, so I was wrong. You're I having a tough. You've had a tough season this year. You've been wrong a lot. Oh, I don't know, Mr. Lock It and Lose It. <laughs> what are you talking about? You haven't had a, a winning lock all year. The Titans? Yeah, what are you talking about, Baselli? Titans I locked. Done. Right there is a win. That's your middle name. No, That's you locked, you locked lock beating them twice. It. That hasn't <laughs> happened yet, Tony. I locked, uh, what are they? I locked uh, week three game. No, week four game I locked too. So, so here we are. Baselli's on the Ravens train, huh? I see. Oh, that wishbone offense is fantastic. Now you're on. You're one of the many out there that just watches the Sunday night game and gets nuts about it. Actually, I didn't watch the Sunday night game, Pete. I was on the plane, you idiot. And I'm not on the wishbone offense, and I'm not on Lamar Jackson or anything else. They beat the Patriots. The conversation about Deshaun Watson and your stubbornness of saying you'd rather have Phillip Rivers this year than Deshaun Watson, which is the dumbest thing you've said well, Deshaun Watson in years. Deshaun playing better. I'm not going to take that away from him. Well, you just said you'd rather have Phillip Rivers. Me? I brought my quarterback to play like Rivers plays, yes. What is What's that wrong mean? with Watson playing? What's, Watson's playing great too. You are you are so stubborn and you are so wrong. And the whole this whole so everyone listening where this came from, I said the Jaguars defense will not face another quarterback the caliber of Deshaun Watson the rest of the year, and that the schedule lines up well for them to run off seven straight games because of the quality of opponent. I think the back half of the schedule is easier than the front. Are half. you locking that? Are you locking that? <laughs> I've never done a seven locker. I've never done a seven lock. There's no they, look. They're not going to Oakland and winning. They never go out there and play well. Plus, it's the last game ever in the Coliseum. So, let's, uh, listen, we're going to tear that, we're, we're going to tear that place down. Take some seats home with you. Have no. you? Have well, that you, place uh, is a dump. You, I don't do want. Do you remember out ever there. any team going out there and playing well? Ever? Yeah, and, we beat you guys. We beat them. Did 90, you guys win out there? You yeah, won out there. The, the, we beat them in ninety-seven. Flushing game, right? Yeah, we beat them in ninety-seven. Out that there. might be the only win on the West Coast, though. I mean, ninety-seven. One of a few, if 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 that many for this yeah, franchise. I don't think we've ever. Out I West. think that is the only win. That's Have they ever uh, won it? They haven't won at the Chargers, right? No. No. Have they won at? Never played the Coliseum. Never, Seattle, no. No. They get blown out in Seattle. They've never. They've, I think the only win is '97, if I'm not mistaken. Here's the San deal. Francisco. Did they win at San Francisco? Yeah, we beat yeah. preseason. If you want to count Arizona in there too, I mean, it's, it's they haven't played well in Arizona over the years. Bottom line, guys, you guys are getting off topic here. This whole thing is the, this set, schedule sets up. They're right, not right where they want to be, but the at the beginning of the year we said if they can get to five and four or four and five and Nick Foles comes back with the back half of the schedule, they yeah. have a chance to make some noise and get in the tournament. That's all you're trying to all do right. right now, whether it's winning the division, which I do think is a long shot because of where the Texans they have a two-and-a-half game lead with seven to go, that's a long shot. Does but nine the wild card is wide open. Does nine and seven get them a wild card? Um, That'd be a five and two record. It depends who they beat. I mean, that's hard to say because it's so muddled up right now. A lot of things have to happen. I don't know. 
You know, the well, they have to beat the Colts. They have to beat the Colts twice for sure. You have to beat the Colts twice. You got to beat the Chargers head to head because they're right there. You got to beat the Raiders head to head. So you win those four. Beat the, yeah, yeah. And your losses are against the. And you got to beat the Raiders too. So those are five. You get those, and then your losses are against the Bucks and who else? Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. So win your AFC games and lose your NFC games. Yeah, but I don't think we're losing yeah, those but NFCs. I don't think they'll lose to the Bucks and the Falcons. I think we're going seven and zero. That's what I'm saying. You're out of your mind. Well, what, went, what about that team has showed you they can go seven and zero in any stretch? Okay, the guts they have. They play hard. They play, and they're getting their franchise quarterback Pete back. They went four and four with a backup rookie six rounder. That's what tells me. That's what it tells me. Tell me how many teams in this league go four and four with a backup six round quarterback, a rookie. How many? Not a lot, Pete. This team's gutsy. They play hard. They like each other. They're, I, I like the mindset of where they're at. They're going to win a bunch of games. I think they very well can go 7-0. The back half of the schedule lines up for it. They get their franchise guy back. And he plays well coming off the bench late in seasons. I mean, he's a good player. Like, nothing – this is the thing that, Pete, I thought you were smarter than this. I should have known better. Is that Nick Foles has done nothing, absolutely nothing to tell us that the reason you paid him $84 million is any different than it was then than it is today. In fact, he played 11 snaps. And threw a strike as he's getting hammered by Chris Jones for a touchdown. On the play, he got hurt. Nothing. So lock it up. 7-0. and Lock it up. Put it out there. Tony Baselli says Jaguars going undefeated rest of the way, making a playoff run, and Nick Foles might end up being Super Bowl MVP again. You lock do it up. I'm, you do it. I'm going to tweet it out right now. I can't lock. The lock has oh. not been good to me this year. Well, you got one lock in there already because you got the Titans game locked. Hey, that's locked. Titans are locked. The Colts oh. could be without... Jacoby Brissett in two weeks. Tony, you gonna do it or not? I'll lock, let me lock. I'll, let me tell you what I'm gonna lock. I'll right tell you now. what. Let's. Uh, there's three. There's three divisions games left. I'll tell you what I lock when I come back. God, we gotta take a timeout. I can't even <laughs> handle this anymore. <laughs> Pete, the suspense is killing us all. Back in a moment, we'll hear what this stupid lock's gonna be, and we'll get social media questions as well. It's Jaguars happy hour. <laughs> the Jaguars disrespectful, JP. That's disrespectful. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Jacks fans, visit jackwars.com slash holiday to celebrate the season at the bank. 
With three home games at TIAA Bank Field in December, there's no better place for your holiday celebration. Gather any group of 10 to 50 and toast the end of 2019 in style. Book your holiday party at a Jaguars game today for as low as $41 per person and customize your experience with transportation and a group photo on the field. Visit jaguars.com slash holiday or call 904-633-2000. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com. It's game on at Jack Hanania's Hyundai of Orange Park and Jack Hanania's Westside Hyundai. Paddling it out to see who's going to be Hanania's number one Hyundai dealer. They're both doing whatever it takes to win you over. Get great savings on every vehicle, like the all-new Palisade. Plus, get a complimentary lifetime warranty in addition to Hyundai Assurance, America's best 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. To learn more, rush to westsidehyundai.com or hyundaioforangepark.com. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars happy hour continues. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Maselli, Pete Prisco. Jags fall in London yesterday, 26-3. We're recapping that game. We're hearing the next Baselli lock for the season. We'll get social media questions coming up in just a moment. But, uh, Tony, would you like to follow through on your threat slash promise before the break? Well, here's the thing. I, I, what I don't appreciate, and it starts with you, JP. That's fair. Uh, is the fact that you are downplaying and making a mockery of the walk. And I don't – because what I'm saying, I'm No, serious. you did that yourself. No, 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 no. That's you. With all your past locks. Because I actually believe in what I'm about to say. And oh, you, for the first time. You don't believe the other ones? No. There's, I mean, you've goaded me into some – I've go, I've goaded you. Wow. <laughs> Hold you on, Pete. You, JP. I have goaded you to yes. make bad picks? You've goaded me into some loose locks. We have. We kind of egged them on a little bit on. at times. And these, were, these have been locks with a, hey, lot, the a, lot buck, of, a lot of keys hanging around for people to unlock them. The buck stops with you, though. You're the one that has to talk yeah, into the microphone. Ultimately, you're the man who's responsible. Uh, fair enough. But my point of saying this is what I'm about to say, I actually believe this in the sense of this team can do this, and I think they will do it. And you're not a believer. I know that. You're one of the people I've encountered in the building today that are very negative, frankly. Wow. And I'm tired did of Did you it. see them play yesterday? I did. Okay. But I don't define, I don't define this team or any individual on in one performance. I look at the body of work, what they've done with a backup quarterback and a bunch of injuries and a bunch of chaos and a bunch of nonsense and the group of guys in that locker room, the character they have and how hard they've played and getting their franchise quarterback back of what they can do. 
where you and several other people that I've encountered. Who, mope, are the, who are the others? Moping around this building today. I'm not saying it because I don't want to call them out. Some of them have big names, and I don't want to embarrass them. And they mope around, and they feel sorry for themselves. And frankly, I'm tired of it. That's not winning. That's not what winners do. That's not what champions do. Champions embrace the moment, embrace the adversity, the obstacles, and they overcome them. And I think this team's going to do it. So is it a lock? Well, this is what's going to happen. So you're hesitating. So it's not a lock. I'm not. Se- I'm. I'm leading up to. It's what- a long road to build to, to drive around. You're taking the scenic route. To I'm the not. Lock ta- I'm trying to. I'm trying to explain how serious this is. How serious I am. And I'm. I don't appreciate your nonchalant I'm mocking just, attitude. I just want to hear frankly, the damn lock. Like say the lock. You don't believe in this team. I don't think that's I didn't the sense say that I get. at all. I know Pete is. You know. Now, Pete's a different story. Pete has lost all credibility, frankly, because he said Philip Rivers is better than Deshaun Watson this year. Like, I'm surprised. I didn't he, say he was better this year. I'm surprised Not CBS hasn't fired you on the spot for saying something that dumb. By the way, uh, here's the combined record of the teams Jacksonville's defeated. The Dolphins and Jets are combined 2-14. and 14. Okay, strong. The Broncos are 3-6. and six. That makes them 5-20. Uh, and 20. 20, yep. Okay. And the, just and the Bengals are zero and eight. Okay, tell can you as you do this great research, can you tell me yeah. the record of uh, the teams the Patriots have beat this year? Yeah, not good either. But but oh oh, so the Patriots are terrible. Blocking all these games. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are the Patriots going to be in the Super Bowl? This probably. Year? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Are they going to be in the playoffs well, for sure? Probably. Yes, for sure. But you well, just said based well, on records, the, they, beat the, they beat the Buffalo Bills who were six and two. That's it. It's only winning record. They've beaten the Jets, the Dolphins. Should we continue to go down that path? Nobody. They've won. They've beaten nobody. But they they did beat. They did beat the Bills, who has six and two. But the Bills are six and two because they play the same garbage teams in their division. You play the schedule that's laid out there, right? And we played a tough schedule with a backup quarterback. Tell me how many teams have played with a backup rookie first rounder. Who, by the way. I think it's done great. You guys have all lost the Minshew Mania. I'm not. I'm still on the Mania bus. Who said we've lost you the did. Mania? You said it was dead. Pete said it was dead. You said it was over. I asked the question, no, is it dead? You said it was, it's dead. Dead. It was dead. It's dead for this year. No, 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 no. The power of the uh, Minshew is still, I mean, that's who this team is. You didn't want him to play last week. I didn't say that. You said it's going to be Foles no matter what happens in this game. Yes, because Foles is the better opportunity for what I'm about to explain is going to happen. So explain it. All right, what we're going to see here this year is we're going to see the first ever seven in a row locks. I said it last seven. week that's that this seven. team would end up 11 and 5. I'm not I'm not hedging my bets. I'm not going anywhere with that. They play the Colts twice. This team this team should have beat the Colts twice last year with Andrew Luck. Let's just not kid each other. They blew a game in in the Colts because Number 20 decided to blow coverages and safeties running all over the place, and they were giving free plays in the first half. After that, they shut them down. They came up here. They couldn't score. Literally could not score. So they're beating the Colts twice. They've already locked the Titans game. That's three wins. And then the rest, you have four more games after that. You have the Bucks in Atlanta. Garbage. Let's just call it as it is. And, I mean, and the Bucks are at home. I mean, Atlanta right now has, is going to be – they're trying to figure out if Dan Quinn's the right coach or not. I like Dan, right. but I mean, he's, he's out. It's he's a disaster. Jameis Winston throws like picks to everybody. We might have eight picks that day. Mm. 
And so, like, Bruce record. Arians, I worry because Bruce Arians is a heck of a head coach, and Byron Leftwich is a very good uh, signal caller, offense coordinator. But I think he's going to, like, be overwhelmed coming back to Jacksonville. I don't think it'll be his best moment. He's going to be overwhelmed. Okay, so, so yeah, overwhelmed. that's five wins. Then you so got the five Chargers wins. at home. So then you have the two teams from California. Right. LA's well, coming. They don't traditionally play well against the Chargers. Well, here, really? Because last time I checked in 17, we laid the wood to them when they came to Duval. And they got to come to our backyard. And, by the way, Phillip Rivers and that offensive line, not that impressive. Not a lot of movement. I think we get after it. It might be an eight or nine sack day because of the way this team's playing. Just got to get a little bit of a lead. I like that game a lot. Last uh, meeting between the Chargers and the Jaguars, the Jags won in overtime 20-17. to 17. Yeah, laid the wood on them. Uh, but then they won the previous six. Out there. Out there. Those don't count. General, Those don't saying. count. But all, like, here or there. They won no, six straight before not. last year. You're, that's fake news. Yes, they did. They won it's six actual straight. true news. There's, there are statistics that show this. Fake news. They won in 13 and 15 in Jacksonville. Well, I mean, if you guys want to go back and, like, prehistoric history, fine. I'm talking about right now. Prehistoric? In 17, we won. Isn't the, isn't the 17 game the, the Bortles interception game and then they got the, the late? That that was, that I think that, that was the one with the uh, the snapper was hurt, right? We literally could not yeah. have played worse and we still won. That's how much of a dominating game that was. So we're going to beat them. Okay. Now here's the wild card game. This is the one that makes me nervous about the lock, but I'm going to go with it because by this point we will have so much momentum and we will be on such a roll that you're going to go to Oakland, it's going to be chaotic. Yeah, it's going to be bedlam. It's going to be bedlam. You're going to have people painted faces and spiked shoulder pads and cussing at you and throwing bottles of urine on the field. I mean, this is it's going to be it's going to be out of control at the Oakland Coliseum. And yeah. And a team that is as gritty and tough as this Jaguar team is going to embrace it and love it. And I see them going out there and playing a very tough, close game. But this is the game that's going to be the difference of possibly getting in the playoffs or not because the Raiders are a team right in the same situation we are right now. And I think they go break the curse for the second time. I, th- I think it's only the second time in the history of this franchise win on the West Coast. Not a great record. No, they, they won there in, in 05, too. 05, that's right, with Jack. Oh, I forgot so twice. That. Twice. So we're going to get win number three. Uh, not great in 25 years, but that's okay. We're due. I think they get the win there, and that's how we get to 11 and five. <laughs> so it's locked. 11 and five. So they would, in that scenario, they'd win the division probably. Uh, I don't know because I think I think the Texans are going to end up 11 and five, and they got a two. They have, they they uh, own the head to head, and so I think you know they get the tiebreaker. So it's locked. Lock it. You know, want me to read the rest of the Texans schedule for you, and then you can decide if they're eleven and five. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, on the seventeenth, they play at the Ravens. <laughs> okay, that's a tough, tough game. Tough game, tough game, man. Coming off the then bye, they play though. Home, then they play home against the Colts on a Sunday night. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. Then they go. They play the Patriots. Ooh, Ooh. Mm. you'll find out if Patriots are that good. Right? Broncos at Texans. They'll win that game. Texans at Titans. Texans at Bucks, Titans at Texans. They're going to get to 11 wins. That's fine. I think they end up 5-2 and two down the stretch, and they get to 11-5. and five. 11. Yeah. So, so you're a wild card. You're so wild, I, even well, in your great scenario, your mythical seven-win scenario, 
It's a wild card team. We'll be the we'll be the number five seed. I said, here's the thing. Unlike you, who is are wishy washy, Pete, and change every moment of the day. I stick to my guns. I said last week we'd be eleven and five. I'm not changing now because of a bad performance in London. I mean, the rookie he had a bad shoulder. I mean, that's gritty. That's okay, gutsy. so they be, they're going to be the no fifth excuses. Seed then? Is that what you're saying? That would make them the fifth seed. Yes. So they play the fourth seed in the postseason, which would probably be. I don't know. Hmm. The West. Because those teams might not get to that number. 11. Yeah, we go to Can- if we have to go to Kansas City, we go to Kansas City. We beat them, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make it eight in a row. Why not? I'm, not? I'm not locking anything beyond the playoffs. Let's just get through the regular season. <laughs> Pete, look at the schedule. You get. I mean, why is everyone like, – you're getting your – we said this. We'd be so excited. We'd be happy if they got to four and five or five and four and Nick Foles comes back. Is that not where we are? That's where we are, yes. Then why all the down long faces? Well, why are you, you so negative? in the building had long faces today. Well, I, too many. I saw too many. And frankly, it's disappointing. On that note, well, we'll come back. walk around you. You're Captain Sunshine. Seven yeah. straight. It's not sunshine. <laughs> sunshine, rainbows, the whole thing. No, field. but, like, listen, you can either look at life – and be overwhelmed and give up and say, poor me, and feel sorry for yourself. You can look at life and the obstacles, opportunities, and say, listen, this is a chance for me to get better and do great things. That's how I approach life. Sorry. I know JP here, Mr. Negative. Pete, you're a fake news guy. I mean, what else? You, I mean. Uh, <laughs> I'm negative Nancy. Is that who I am? Everything's negative. It's ridiculous. JP, JP's negative today, too, though. I got to give him credit for that. Welcome to my side, JP. Uh, thanks, Pete, I guess. Uh, we're back in a moment. Right, Social media back. questions. We'll go around the AFC South <laughs> as well. Uh, we'll go uh, take a look at all the games around the National Football League coming up. Also, it is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. Hey, Jaguars fans, Hilton Hotels of Orlando and the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving you the opportunity to win the ultimate fan experience plus a two-night stay in Orlando. By going to jaguars.com slash Hilton, you can enter to win a chance to attend a Jags game VIP style with club seats, pregame sideline passes, postgame press conference access, and a two-night stay at an Orlando Hilton hotel. All you have to do to win Hilton's ultimate fan experience is visit jaguars.com slash Hilton to enter. Entrance must be 21 years or older. Void where prohibited. Visit site for full terms and conditions. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. 
Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. It's game on at Jack Hanania's Hyundai of Orange Park and Jack Hanania's Westside Hyundai. Paddling it out to see who's going to be Hanania's number one Hyundai dealer. They're both doing whatever it takes to win you over. Get great savings on every vehicle, like the all-new Palisade. Plus, get a complimentary lifetime warranty in addition to Hyundai Assurance, America's best 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. To learn more, rush to westsidehyundai.com or hyundaioforangepark.com. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shatter, Tony Maselli, Pete Prisco. Tony has locked the next seven games for the Jaguars as wins. Three, four, five, well, six, seven. I, I, listen, I think more important than just the lock, which I stand by, is looking at the schedule. And this is my frustration, is you cannot forget where we've come from. You can't forget the situation. You can't forget what we said. And the reality is the schedule lines up for this team with the starting quarterback coming back to make a run. Like, does any – Pete, I'll ask you. And this is nothing against Gardner Minshew. I think he has a chance to be the future quarterback of this franchise. I've said that all along. I said it on the broadcast. Don't take anything away from what he did based on a bad performance. But do you think Nick Foles is going to be able to make better, more plays and recognize things and see things better than Gardner Minshew or not? Yes, I do. Okay. So yes, based on that – Take away the game yesterday. Well, no, include the game yesterday, which was a tight game, a one-possession game midway through the fourth quarter. So you're telling me in every game besides the Chiefs, it was a one-possession game, a chance for the Jaguars to win. And you're telling me that Nick Foles, as a veteran and seeing things and being in, in big moments, might not make one or two more plays to, to swing the difference of that game? You think they would have beat the Saints if Nick Foles played? I didn't say that. I don't know that. I'm not going to do that. Well, to it sounds like you. you that's what you think. Speculated on it. No, my point is, you're telling me. I'm asking you, Pete. So answer a question. Stop riding the fence and answer a dang question. You're telling me if Nick Foles is the quarterback, I'm just saying based on the first nine and the first, the next seven, that because of his experience, which is nothing against. I'd say this if it was any other rookie as well. By the way. Based yeah. on his experience, he's not going to see things that will give him the opportunity to make right. one, a couple more plays that could lead to a victory. Yes, yes. Okay. And during the week of the of the Saints game, you said they would have. You hinted that you thought they would have beat. No, no, no. no I Saints never said that. I said I think that Nick Foles would have. Re- uh, no, I said what I said was that I thought Nick Foles you would have had a better opportunities to recognize things they were doing differently that you had not seen on film that have been beneficial to the team because of the experience of Nick Foles. That's uh, all I said. I think you're saying it. You're saying the same thing, but saying it a different way. I'm, I don't know what right. the outcome's going to be. You're, you're saying it a different way. I just 
Well, they were they were in that game right to the very end. So yeah, if right. Nick Foles does more than Gardner Minshew, then they win. The, you think they win the game? You're saying it without saying it. I, I'm not saying right. anything without saying. It. I'm saying that Nick Foles' ability as a veteran guy, leader who has <laughs> played in big games, made big plays, and has seen a lot of football is going to help you and give you a better chance to win games. Tony, what if Nick Foles goes in and stinks? Ooh. Well, then uh, the lock is over. Let's just start there. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he cares about. Is right. it's, it's all about him. It's all about him. I mean, let's, be, let's be honest. The lock looks stupid if that's the case. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'll be no, looking for a... That's so vintage Baselli right there. If ever there was anything. Oh, my lock's done. <laughs> Never mind the team and the playoff run. It'll be the, so bad. The fan well, base. Listen, it's my, that lock will look so bad, I might be looking for a new job. So, are, so what, what if he doesn't play well? Just throwing it out there. I, I, but that, what do you mean? So what if... The, okay, okay, he has a couple bad games. Say he plays poorly against the Colts and plays poorly against your other lock that you locked about eight weeks ago on the Titans, and they lose those games. Do you go back to Minshew? Oh, I don't know, Pete. I don't know. I, I mean, there's so many factors. Or is, that, that, is that over with no matter what happens the rest of the way? And then you worry about it after the season. Yeah, I mean, I, I think my, if I, my mindset, if I'm Doug and I'm the head of the coaching staff, like he's our starter for the rest and of the so year. So he plays it out no matter what. Yeah, I, that, I would agree with you. That's my Once mindset. You go to him, he has to stay in. Yeah, I, I wouldn't play this back and forth game. No. Let's uh, quickly get to the AFC South results. Yesterday, of course, the Texans over the Jaguars, twenty-six to three. Carlos Hyde had a big rushing day. Minshew gave it away four times. The Panthers over the Titans. Christian McCaffrey went off again. Couple of touchdowns on the ground. And the Steelers held on against the Colts. Brissett was injured, and Vinatieri missed a field goal with the laces in. Laces out. Need laces out I mean, there. Okay, the laces were in, but he wasn't. Did you see the thing? I mean, my God. <laughs> well, if, you, if you hit the laces, it's going to put all kinds of weird spin and angle. It wasn't any spin. He yanked it. I mean, it was a no, bad. Okay, I, I, you got to be better I, than that. I mean, I, you think if it pushed it right or pushed it left, he yanked it. No, I think, I, I think if the laces were perfect, it's a, it goes through. Either way, he missed it. Colts lose, Steelers win. Adam Here's your Vin- result. This is, isn't? Don't you think Adam Vinatieri retires after this year, Pete? Yes, I, I do. mean he tried to retire midway through the season, and Frank Reich wouldn't let him. Basically, yeah, no, he'll retire after. Yeah, the season. it's it was a tough year for a really good player. We've talked a lot about this division already, but here are the standings: Houston at six and three, Indy at five and three, Jacksonville four and five, Tennessee four and five, Houston with a two and one divisional record, Indy two and zero in the division. So, so here's the crazy thing about this whole – I mean, it's nuts when you think about it. So the Texans uh, go play uh, Baltimore out of the bye, right? We play the Colts. And who do the Colts play next week? Anyone know? They've already had their bye. Stand by. And because I'm going to – Oh, they play the Dolphins this week. They'll yeah, play. Dolphins. So they'll be 6-3, and three, no doubt about that. So they're 6-3. Right. and three. Houston will be 6-3. We'll be 4-5. and five. After the bye, Tennessee will be 4-5. and five. That'll be the last seven games. That's what you're looking at. Would it surprise anybody that the Texans go to Baltimore and lose that game? No. Baltimore's good. Baltimore's good. They're what now? They'll be 6-4. and four. And, yeah, and if Jacksonville beats the Colts. And you go beat the Colts, you're 5-5. Five and five. You're one game behind. You're a game and a half because of the tiebreakers. Technically tie two behind the Texans. Yeah, two but. games because of the uh, tiebreakers. But – 
I mean, then all of a sudden you look at the standings and we do the show the Monday after the Colts game and you're looking like, holy cow. And, and the Texans have to play the Titans twice and that might sound like an e- it's never an easy game. No, division never. games are never easy. Like the, oh. even the, the score of the game yesterday at the end was not indicative of the back and forth up until, you know, midway through the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter. Fourth yeah. quarter. It was when Ten all the minutes. turnovers that happened. Hurt. That had to hurt, though, watching Carlos Hyde run for a buck sixty on you after he was on your team last year. Well, it hurt, the, it hurt week two it hurt week as well. Two. Yep, yeah. he did pretty well that week also. Uh, let's get to social media questions. We've got a few in the hopper tonight, and we'll start off with Travis, at Travis, followed by a bunch of numbers. Um, Gardner Minshew is a good quarterback, but is he good enough to overcome big stages? So far, he's 0-3 in big games, Panthers, Saints, Texans. Actually, it's 0-4 if you count the uh, the game yesterday. So, 0-4 against those teams. We kind of touched on this earlier. Is he good enough to overcome big stages? So, the, I mean, you look at the Panthers. He play, You're telling me they didn't play good enough offensively? I mean, I don't think offense was the issue in that Panthers game, was it? No, they no. ran all over him that yeah, day. So, um, McCaffrey right. did. So that's one. Second worst rushing defense day ever in franchise history. First Texans game. And, took, it's yeah, first that's Texans not game. on him because it was his first start. They went for two. That's not on him. And he took him down with a chance to win, and then they lost a one-possession team game to the Saints, who were maybe the best team in the NFC. And then they. But, play- but if you really, I mean, if you look at it on the surface, you can say he beat four bad teams and lost to four good teams. Okay, and I can say the same thing about Tom Brady and the Patriots. No, he beat the Bills. They were on, they were six and two. The Bills. Okay, great. I mean, you keep going there. I keep going back at you. They beat the Bills. He didn't beat anybody. He did beat somebody. But he's still a rookie six-round pick, so he give him credit for whatever he beat. He beat the Broncos, who just beat the Browns. <laughs> you're, you're reaching, dude. You're reaching. <laughs> <laughs> Next question from at Riley underscore Kendrick. We've been so desperate for a quarterback that can fuel excitement among the fan base and perform on the field that I'm surprised with how many people are jumping off the Minshew train. Why can't fans relish in the fact that quarterback isn't our biggest need anymore? Well, that's a good question. Because um, they're fans. That's what fans do. That's what we do today. We, fans are going to fan, right? We overreact every Sunday one way or another. Like we, everything's perfect or everything's done. You're you know, jumping off the tallest building or you're partying like a rock star because of a win. I mean, it, it, that's what fans do, and that's the beauty of the NFL. It's week to week. There's, I mean, that's why I love the NFL. I mean, I love football more than any other sport, but why the NFL is so unique why you you only have 16 regular season games so everyone means so much like like does anyone even know the NBA is playing right now like, are they really? yeah regular season no i didn't but like so who cares if you win or lose right now and, and like last week's college football slate was disgusting there was not there wasn't a good game on it florida georgia I mean, was it, a good it, game it was about to florida georgia are hitting this stadium pete yeah, other than that, okay, but but that's it. Look at the I schedule. I mean, besides terrible. the biggest game of the week, wait, Florida, wait, Florida, Georgia, Oregon, USC. I forgot fifty to what was it? Fifty to seven? What was the final? That game? No, we scored twenty-four points. Thank you very much, Pete. <laughs> what they score? Twenty. They scored forty something. But it's like that in college ball too. You lose one game though. You lose a game on a week like that, Pete, and you're done. Yeah. You know, I it's mean, different different world. I get it. College here, football. Here's the question that I ask now though. Has the eight games that Minshew has started made you think he is the long-term answer? Yes or no? I'm intrigued, and I think there's a strong possibility that he could be. That leads us to our final question from at that guy, Tyler. I understand it's a great problem, but if we go back to Foles, does Minshew see the field next year? No. I don't know. Pete? Will you tell me what happens this year? Well, here's the other thing. 
Nick Foles but is he never. He just locked seven games, so absolutely not. He's not playing next year. <laughs> Wait a second, Pete. Really? <laughs> Can you explain to me the last time uh, Nick Foles played a uh, 16-game schedule? I'm still, I'm still okay. waiting. If he's I, I'm still waiting. That's to preface that by saying, Pete, healthy, I'm still waiting. Can you tell me the last time Nick Foles played 16 regular seasons? He hasn't. Season? He hasn't. So Thank if you. He, okay. If Nick Foles is healthy for 16 games next year, does Minshew see the field? Uh, based on they're going to win the next seven, I, I don't think so. Okay. So what, I mean, if you're locking I, seven, you don't think Minshew's going to see the field. What's your year? point? The point is that. I mean, Gardner Minshew's on this roster for three more years after this. So in 2021, he'll be the starting quarterback. I don't know. I think there's a real possibility. But not next year. No, I think Nick, I think Nick Foles will be the starting quarterback going into the season. I agree. There you have it. Social media questions are in tonight, all quarterback related. That's going to be the topic around here until it's – I, mean, I think the rest of the year that'll be the topic around here, around this. Well, one bad team. game by Foles and it becomes a bigger issue. No, I did by people like you, fans, by fans, I, and people like you. You'll like stir the pot because it's fun to do. Of course, but fans love I mean, Minshew too. Room asking players, is it time to go back to Minshew? <laughs> you're such a bad person. No wonder Coughlin hated you when you're the beat writer. <laughs> he loved me. Eh, no, I don't think he did, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I, I challenged him. He loved it. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's come back. We'll go around all the games in week nine around the National Football League. We'll wrap it up after this. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. How would you like to see your child roaming the same field as our Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, you can if your child is selected as Daly's Kickoff Kid. One Daly's Kickoff Kid is chosen before every Jaguars home game to run onto the field and retrieve the tee after the Jaguars kickoff. Your child will also be on the field for the game's official coin toss. Winners receive four club seats, pregame field passes, an autographed Jaguars football, and lots of awesome treats from Daly's. Register your child today at jaguars.com forward slash Daly's K-O-K. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? 
If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmark. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmark. Saving is a beautiful thing. Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour rolls along. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli in Jacksonville. Tony basking in the glow of his seven-game lock for the Jags going down the stretch. Pete Prisco down in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I got some people making some, taking some shots. Hey, What's you? It? Yeah. Yeah, they're coming at him. They're coming Tony. at him hard on Twitter? I don't know, man. It's getting It, it, could, get, it could get interesting the next couple weeks. Bring it. Don't sing it. <laughs> Tony on on uh, social media there. Uh, by the way, Jacoby Brissett, I guess, has a sprained MCL, Pete, and uh, the initial reports from Chris Mortensen say that he could play this week, but it sounds like um, for two weeks from now he could be ready to go. That sounds really optimistic, though. I, I mean, he was gimping around on the sideline. That looked bad. Yeah, I didn't I, see Tony, the have you ever play. had a sprained MCL? Yeah. How, could you have played quarterback? The next couple weeks, I couldn't. Have, I could not have played quarterback with no sprained MCL, Pete. So it would have been no. But well, you know what I mean. I mean, could you play? <laughs> did you miss time with that? I don't remember. No, I never in the pros. I had one in college uh, during training camp. I, it was just a grade one. I think I missed a week. So he'll probably only miss a week. That you think he'll play against the Jaguars? Yeah, I do. Weeks? I think he will play against the Jags. His mobility will be limited, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean. I think he'll be out there. I mean, you, I mean, you clearly think he's going to be limited because it's one of the seven. No, I, I think this is, team plays well against the Colts, number one. They played well against them when uh, Andrew Luck was there Luck was l- last yeah. year, and I think they match up. I think they're f- more physical than the uh, Colts, and I think they'll get after him. Before we get to the league stuff, I want to ask Tony one quick thing. Why couldn't they run the ball yesterday? Uh they only had 20 plays in the first half, so they didn't have a lot of attempts. And you know how that is, Pete. You don't get in a rhythm. You don't get going. It's hard. That was one big reason. Um, and then, like, there's moments where they had stuff and, like, a guy misses a block or I, I thought Leonard missed a cut here or just, you know, little things there, just one guy here, one guy there, nothing major. And the Texans are good against the run, by the way. They're, like, top five mm-hmm. in the NFL. They and are. so it was going to be tough. You knew that already. Uh, but I think the biggest issue was opportunities. They didn't convert third downs. They didn't stay on the field. And the Texans were doing just that. And so when you, uh, the run game is always predicated on opportunities. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have the opportunity, it's hard to get it going. They ran 21 plays in the first half uh, total and 
six of those are running plays. I mean, six run plays. I mean, you're not going to get a, you're not going to get a run game going. By the way, the time of possession was skewed in favor of Houston in the whole first half. Yeah, too. so I they mean, didn't have the ball a lot. When impossible. they did, they had to punt, yeah. and they couldn't run because yeah. they were behind the chains. Yeah, it's, so that's why. Not like it wasn't like you turn on the tape and like, oh my gosh, the line's terrible, or oh, Leonard's terrible, or anything like that. It just didn't have the opportunities. Right. All right, let's go around the National Football League, shall we? And this was a week where the home teams were really, really good, especially on Sunday, uh, minus the Jaguars, right? On Sunday, home teams were 11-1 and one in the NFL. The Jaguars were the only home team to lose on Sunday. Ooh. Well, they weren't at home. They were in, in London. London. Oof. Bills over the Redskins. Josh Allen, a touchdown pass and a touchdown run. The Bills are now 6-2, and two, Pete. Yeah, the Redskins are bad, though. Uh, and, and here's the Bills have a problem going forward. We talked about it last week. They have issues stopping the run. Adrian Peterson had 100 yards in the first half. The first Tony, half? Is that something that comes back and bites them a little bit as they yes. get going forward? I mean, I mean tell me, who, who have the Bills beat that, is any, that is any good? Go through their record. Buffalo Bills, Jets, no. Giants, no. Bengals, no. Lost to the Patriots, Titans. Okay, that's a decent win. Dolphins, no. Lost to the Eagles, Redskins, no. no I mean, oh, they haven't beat anybody. They beat the Titans. Right. That's it. Coming right. up, they have the Browns, Dolphins, Broncos. They're Cowboys. at the Browns this week. Think about this: they're underdogs this week at the Browns. Yeah, I mean that's all you need to know. That's it's not a good, it's not a strong six and two team. By the way, I think they go beat the Browns because they're mentally tougher, and I think they're better coached. All right. Uh, so was your team in high school when you played? Wow, is that a shot? Yeah, he's not a big Freddie Kitchens guy. No, terrible. Does he make it past this year, Pete? Their record is worse now than it was when they had when they fired huge. <laughs> no, he does not. I think he does because I don't think Haslam wants to admit that it was that big of a debauchery. And I think just a what ho- debauchery? <laughs> a what? what was that? He Tony? did it again. I'm not saying it again, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I just a make it? Combine two of them. What I say? Debacle and debauchery. You just made it debauchery. It's a Travis Sham mockery, is what it is. Debauchery. (laughs) Debauchery. Unbelievable. Please don't say that on Westwood One. Did I I just make a (laughs) debauchery? Is that better? Debauchery. That's better. Pick one. Debauchery or mockery? I'll go debauchery. Mockery. Mockery. Debauchery. I made up a word. It's a combination word. It'll be in the. Listen, we knew what you meant, actually. In today's world, you can say make up words. Words are added to Webster all the time. I just might have done that. Maybe not. (laughs) Speaking of the Browns, they lost yesterday (laughs) 24-19. How do you say say the backup uh, left tackle for the Jaguars, Pete? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) No, wrong. (laughs) Wrong. Wrong. Uh, Uh, Brandon... Brandon Allen got his first NFL win with the Broncos over the Browns yesterday. Good for him. They combine that with Carlos Hyde running wild, and it doesn't look so good. Mm. Well, I, I mean, you go he back. Bad. He wasn't bad. wasn't great, but he's he wasn't be- bad. Better than, uh, better than Flacco. Oh, yeah. I mean, he threw a ball in the middle of the field, and Fant made a guy miss and made a couple missed tackles, and off he went. And the touchdown he threw to Sutton was a great play by Sutton, but it wasn't bad. I mean, he looked okay. Better than Flacco, you were right. 
Chiefs over the Vikings. Game-winning field goal with no time left. 26-23 final. Matt Moore in relief of Patrick Mahomes and Damian Williams had a 91-yard touchdown. So a couple of things there. I get Well, I don't know about that. He did has won a couple big games this year. He beat Detroit. That's the first time he's beaten winning teams, though, right? Okay, fine. I'm not going to get in that conversation. The bigger conversation I want to have is what a great job by the Vikings. I mean, by the Chiefs. I mean, winning with Matt Moore. Against a good team. team. And one of the most amazing plays of that game is, yes, Williams' 91-yard run and the fact that Tyreek Hill ran him down from (laughs) 15 yards from a complete stop. Have you seen that highlight, Pete? Yeah. It's unreal. You know know what that reminded me of? You'll remember this. Remember when Jimmy kind of ran down Fred Taylor on that run that one time? That's right. Same thing. I remind Fred of that all the time on postgame. What what (laughs) does Fred say? He's like, ah, I don't know. I was slowing down. Okay. Nah, he ran him down. And and Jimmy, was Jimmy faster than Fred? Jimmy was the fast. He he was, like, I think if they both ran a 40, Fred would win. But Jimmy ran. He Jimmy was the, the rare individual who ran faster with shoulder pads on than he did without shoulder pads on. Game fast. Like he like helmet. Like you, you, you put a helmet on, shoulder pads, and cleats. He ran faster than just in shorts. Yeah. Uh, the Jets tanking harder than the Dolphins on this Sunday, at least twenty-six to eighteen. Dolphins win. That's an embarrassment. It's bad. I mean, and you talk about Freddie Kitchens not being very good. Adam Gase not a good showing year one in, in New York. And, Pete, I know you said last week he makes it to year two, but does he? I don't know. I don't know. Things are good. It's, uh, it's unraveling there. Uh, it's a bad team, though. That's a bad football team. Okay. Where's the talent? Sam Darnold's gotten worse, and that's on him, I guess. Eagles over the Bears, 22-14. Ertz had a big day for the Eagles. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you're the Bears right now looking up at Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes as – the quarterbacks in this league that are the future. I another team that's looking up at Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson too. Fair enough, but they didn't. They didn't <laughs> neither Thanks, the, Pete. Neither of them Thank traded you. up to number one to get Trubisky. No, they drafted a running back. I'm not talking. About. <laughs> I mean, Pete is just, just I mean, taking I, look, shots. Fournette's turned out to be a good player, but if you had Watson or Mahomes, you'd be a lot more secure in who you are as a team. There's no doubt about that. But, yeah, you trade up to get Trubisky. They're stuck with him now. They have to play through it, right? They can't admit their mistakes. Josh Jacobs went for 120 and a couple of touchdowns for the Raiders and a win over the Lions 31-24, Pete. Have the Raiders got the better of the deal, the Khalil Mack deal? Why would you say that? Well, Jacobs was one of the pieces. There's a couple other pieces in there. I mean, it's not as – They don't have Khalil Mack. I love Khalil Mack. But by the time it's done, you might look at it and say, you know, it was a fair trade. Well, it all depends how the rookies they pick pan, uh, pan out. Jacobs right. is the real deal. That's a good He's runner. a very good player. He, I mean, he, but you knew, didn't we know that at Alabama? Yeah. Well, he didn't play yeah, a lot they there. they didn't beat him up at Alabama. <laughs> yeah, he didn't play a lot there. But he was a good player, he was a good when, player he when he was in. Yeah, he had in some key moments, sure. Uh, quickly here, Seahawks uh, with five touchdowns from Russell Wilson MVP. get an overtime win. He's the MVP right now. Russell right now, Wilson, he is. MVP. Uh, Melvin Gordon had a couple of touchdowns. The Chargers over the Packers. Packers didn't. That play was a well. bad look for the Packers. They got beat up up front. And, and Tony, what, when you, if you get a chance to watch that, Bakhtiari and Balaga could not block Bosa and Ingram. Couldn't block them. Well, the Chargers are getting healthy with Ingram coming back, and the Packers came back too. 
did you see that uh, Aaron Rodgers said they need to do a better job in the 48 hours leading up to a game? Yeah, that was weird. What's that mean? I don't know. And then the Ravens over the Patriots, Lamar Jackson could be in that MVP conversation as well. The defense played well against the Patriots, 37-20, the final score. Monday Night Football, it's a big game in the NFC East. Are the Dallas Cowboys for real? They're 4-3 and three and in first place and looking to go 4-0 and oh in the division. If they're for real, they better go on the road tonight and beat the New York football giants. They're 2-6 and six and they're struggling. Who you got tonight in the New Jersey Meadowlands? Well, it's the Cowboys. I mean, that's easy. Thank you. Yeah. Pete. Uh, it's the Cowboys are coming off a bye and they're rested. The only thing is, the last time they were in that stadium... They lost to the Jets. Wow. Think about that for a second. They lost to the Jets. How's that happen? I don't know. I'm speechless. Any given Sunday, Pete. They're not losing. They're not losing tonight, though. Cowboys. Pete, have a fantastic week, and we'll uh, talk too, to you. guys, and uh, we'll get ready for the bye week, and then seven in a row. Caselli's got them seven in a row. That's how I don't roll, forget. baby. It's on Twitter. It must be true. Seven game lock. Love it. For Tony Baselli. For Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli, our entire crew, I'm JP Shadrick. We'll catch you next time. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.